only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Recorded live. But I'm totally ready to do it. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, don't worry about it. I know. I was like, the minute that I didn't hear, I didn't hear your voice. I'm like, okay, pregnancy brain, it kicked in. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, and I, I'm having a sick day. I, um, oh, I'm at home and uh, not feeling well. So, no, what I'm on? not at all. Oh, I just, I've just been so busy and. I have a little sore throat and a cough and like a headache, so it's just you know that kind of thing. It's nothing serious. It has nothing to do with the pregnancy. Yeah, <coughs> yeah. But you know what? It's like uh, I think that our, your body is in a different place, and now if you push it too hard, it's going to say, "Hey, you know what? Slow down, because I cannot handle so much anymore." That's exactly right. It, it's yeah. just I can't. I've been. It's just getting harder and harder to keep up my pace. Yes. Yeah, well, you know what? Your face is going to have to be a little different. I know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to do that either. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. Well, it, I have to tell you, Stefan has always told me for the last, you know, all the, all the time that we've been together, last, especially the last three years, he's like, you cannot do that face here. Because it's like I was going, going, going until I, I wouldn't get sick, but I would get fed up. I'm like, oh, forget it. It's too much. And I would just completely, you know, like give up or, you know. And he said, you know, just you're not the you're not the hare. Be the turtle. Just consistent pace. Take your time. It's okay. And uh, I'm starting to enjoy it. It's really a different pace. It really is. 
Well, I'm sure that I'm going to enjoy it, but it's really difficult because all of a sudden I'm getting all this work and um, this all this work. Great, great clients. And I am just, uh, I, I mean, I'm going to go on leave in 12 weeks. And wow, I'm so busy. I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to do it. It's like, it's weird. It's like it, it's growing fast. All of a sudden, I have three new really cool clients, and um, or two, one, two new clients and one opportunity for a supremely cool client. I'm beginning to work with um, like <coughs> technology startup CEOs, mm. people who are just getting a lot of venture capital. Like, I mean, fantastic, you know just fantastic and there's this big project with one of my financial services clients and I just um, it's weird timing you know I have I, something just popped into my head and as you're talking and uh, your life how it's shifting now <clears throat> I'm curious if you have ever considered having a coach that you work with oh I have a coach okay okay that's somebody that is like a, an assistant to you or a second or something? Oh, something like that. Um, no, that's someone that I about. employ, yeah. Um, exactly, that works for you. So you take the majority of whatever it might be, but then you have somebody else that can do some of the work for you. That's a great idea. I should do yeah. that. Yeah. I think it's really, you know, if you know, um, it's like, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, and I, and I don't know how, you know, how you find out or, you know, I don't know. Cause I think that the way that we work is, I know the work that we work is very different with the personal development, but um, I've, been, I've been working a lot with business clients, but, you know, um, just because I, I've known of other people and, I'm, you know, I'm actually working with somebody else as well that is in that situation. They are a major coach and they cannot, they cannot take care of everybody. So, yeah, it's, it's really a – imagine if that were the case that you actually have one coach and possibly maybe another one. You could be doing a lot more work and you don't have to be on yourself on the time. Yeah, that's a great idea because in particular I do a lot of interviewing, um, a lot of 360 reviews and a lot like – I have this new CEO from Estonia uh, who has an office here in Boston, and I'm probably interviewing 12 people with regard to him, and I'm writing this long report. Um, but the problem is that I, you know, I could outsource that, but but I I get a lot out of those interviews, you know. Yeah. No, it may not, and it may that may not be the part that you you know that you give away or that you share. Maybe I don't know. I don't know exactly what would be the possibility. There has to be some pieces that you don't do. Maybe it's about you know not writing the reports. I don't know. You just I don't know. But it would be awesome for you to not be completely on your own, so you can continue growing your business and you can rely on others. Yeah, maybe I could get someone else to write the reports or something. But I have this special method that's based on being a sociologist. Maybe I could get a sociologist to do it. There, there you go. Yeah. Well, it's, it's just, I think that is in, tw- in these 12 weeks, 
you know, they have all these words, but I wonder what it would be like if you actually consider the possibility of training someone a little bit or somebody that is shadowing you. Who knows? I mean, there's the possibilities are endless of, like, how can you bring somebody that would actually support you and help you continue to work in a, in a way that works best for you? Yeah. So you get to do the parts that are fun and you can, you know, give other pieces to somebody else. Great idea. I'll have to think about that. Yeah. I'll have to think about that. I, I could get an administrator. That might help, like, to do, to arrange meetings. And, like, I maybe that's what I need because there there is a lot of administrative work that I'm I'm doing now, like setting up calls, managing my calendar, signing oh. NDAs, you know, sending out invoices. Like, there's a lot oh, of that God, work. Yeah. You don't, yeah, all of that you don't need to do at all. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. 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 So just little pieces. Little pieces that you can let go of would be really good. And I, I have to warn you, you're gonna we can actually talk at whenever the time comes and you're brilliant at these two. But make sure that you get a knowledgeable achiever like you. Somebody that is gonna be interested in having mastery, being super organized, detail oriented. Because otherwise, you don't want somebody that is going to, you know, make more work for you because you're disappointed in them. Yeah, that could be very frustrating. And I'm, I have to mind my brand. I mean, you know, it might, how that person works is a reflection of my brand. Oh, absolutely. No, that's why I'm, you know, these may be the time to have somebody either shadow you or train with you or, you know, I don't know. But it's... Uh, Something that, what would I guess the big question would be, what would allow you to continue working and working more efficiently, but not as much? Yeah. And, and, you know, I know that we may be getting off in a completely different tangent of what you wanted to focus, but the moment that you said 12 weeks and that you're getting busier, I'm like, okay, how can you make this happen in a more sustainable way? Yeah, and I wanted to slow down now. It's like these are the, these are the weeks I wanted to slow down. Right. And uh, and it's actually I'm speeding up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? It may be actually it may be a message for you to figure out if you were to you know grow your business, what would it take for you to be able to slow down but continue to expand? And you're going to need others to support you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know that it's a little bit almost like contrary to what the the, the mission is because you're you're the you're the one, right? But, um, yeah, that's the thing. Like, if people want to work with me specifically, they don't want to work with someone who works for me. Right. And then then you can look at what are all the different pieces that are not working you know, with the client, like all the different pieces that you do that are not direct contact, maybe you can have somebody do that part, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. <coughs> yeah. Uh, how are you doing? How is that? So it's busy. It's good. It's just a little too much. Is it a little overwhelming or? Yeah, it's a little overwhelming because I still haven't finished my the work in my apartment and it's like I, and then... There's a few other things happen, like my car got something, um, some construction workers in the neighborhood <clears throat> crashed my um, 
the moon roof, something on the moon roof of my car, and now I have to fix that. And mm-hmm. so it's sort of like the house is a mess. I'm using a rental car because my regular car is, is you know, I can't use it right now, and then I have to go fix it. And, you know, all this work at, at Bullhorn, where I work three days a week, is ramping up. And I think they want me full time, and they're sort of like frustrated <laughs> that I'm not. Ah you know, that I have this thing on the side and, um, yeah, and I'm, um, it's, you know, it's, I am feeling overwhelmed. I am feeling overwhelmed. Like I want to start unpacking. I want to buy furniture. I want to, you know, I'm in the nesting phase. I have 12 weeks. You know, I, I want this place to be all ready and I don't have time to do that with, all this other stuff that I'm doing, I'm trying to juggle everything, and I'm just overwhelmed. Okay. So let's actually talk together because we can actually just talk about it. But, um, okay. Thank you. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I have been tapping at least. I started Good. on time this time. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> Ah, but just one, but one quick round before we go. So, even though I'm feeling overwhelmed, even though I'm feeling overwhelmed, and there's so much going on, and there's so much going on, I would love to focus on unpacking and nesting. I would love to focus on unpack, unpacking and nesting. Take a breath. I am open to creating and manifesting exactly what I want. I'm open to creating and manifesting exactly what I want. Even though I'm overwhelmed with so many good things in my life. Yeah. Even though I'm overwhelmed with so many good things in my life. I am open to finding alternatives. I am open to finding alternatives. That support me at a deeper level. It support me at a deeper level. And allow me to do what I truly want. And allow me to do what I truly want. I'm tapping through the point. It has been incredibly overwhelming. It has been incredibly overwhelming. Even though it's all good. Even though it's all good. This is a time where I was supposed to slow down. This is a time when I was supposed to slow down. And I was really looking forward to it. And I was really looking forward to it. This is the time where I just wanted to relax. This is the time when I just wanted to relax. And I don't appreciate having all these demands on me. And I don't have to have all these demands on me. I don't do... How does it feel? Does it feel like it's too much pressure? Uh... Um, it, it feels like I don't know how I'm going to fit in all of the tax, tasks that I want to do and that, that, that I want to have done, you know, and yes. my commitments to other people at the level of um, excellence that I, I you know, yeah. That is who I am as my brand, and um, 
and then my commitments to myself and my baby and, you know, her well-being, which is at the moment synonymous with my well-being. You know, I have to take care of my well-being and manage all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't feel like people are pressuring me or that I'm, you know, that it, it just feels like it's too much. Yeah. And maybe that is you, there's a part of you that is pressuring yourself. Um, well, I have <clears throat> I have signed up for too much, you know, and uh, I'm yeah. I'm um, yeah, and I allow my calendar to get too busy, and then I I develop this relationship with time that uh, is very um, stressful. Okay. Because yeah. there's not enough space, you know. It's like I have this incredible, my, this I have Google Calendar and it's just filled up, you know. Yeah. And I'm going from one thing to the next to the next to the next. And then yep. in the morning, it's like it's hard for me to be it on time because yeah. I, I, I'm just behind. I'm just, and then so I have, not, yeah, what, what you have created is actually not realistic. It's, um, it's too packed. It's, it, what I've yeah. created creates too much stress, and the pa- creates a pace that maybe I used to do, but yeah. I didn't. I don't want to do anymore. Right. Right. So, clarify if you're. Are you open? I would say I am open to consider other options and possibilities. Yeah, I'm open to consider other options and possibilities, and I, I, yeah. I need to create more space in my calendar. Yes. So would you be willing, this is just a question as you keep on tapping, to write down a list of all the things that are in your calendar or in your life that somebody else could do? And mm. I'll, share, I'll share with you, because I had a, a friend of mine who, when she... Uh, when she had her newborn baby, um, they had somebody that was like, uh, I, you know, it seemed to me like the only, she was wonderful, a brilliant woman that was like a friend of theirs, really, that didn't have a job at the time. And it became like a life assistant because it wasn't just work. She, If the car needed to be repaired, then she would take the car in. If the laundry needed to get done, she would do the laundry. If that, you know, whatever it was, whatever task needed to happen, then she would do it. If, you know, if it was about being a couple of hours with the baby, then she would be with the baby. But even, you know, even prior, I remember that I was like, really, you have that? I'm like, I would love that. (laughs) You know, somebody that is almost like a second to you that would do all the menial tasks that somebody else can do, that it's a smart person, you know, not just. Um, you know, it's not like labor that requires not thought or not, but um, that somebody else can do that you don't have to do. Yeah, that's a great idea. Wouldn't that be amazing that you have somebody that takes care of your car, you're just driving your, you know, and what whatever other things are in your day, in your calendar, that you don't need to do? Uh yeah, I have to look at, think about that. Yeah. So you can, you get to do the things that are really required for you to do. 
This is the time, it's a little sooner than you thought, I'm guessing. But this is the time where you need to ask for support and help. Yeah, yep. And the beautiful thing is that as we continue tapping, I want you to just invite the energy where this work is coming and these opportunities are coming because there's a part of you that is ready to shift and the world is telling you, we will support you financially. Do what you need to do. Mm, yeah. So these, you know, it's interesting. These new clients or old clients are these opportunities for more income so you can actually organize yourself better. Yeah. But it may sound a little bit counterintuitive to take time in order to get organized, but it's going to be, you know, prime, like that's going to be, you know, of paramount importance to do that. Yeah, no, it's totally true. I, It's a great point. It's a great point. <sighs> How does it feel to actually, you know, hire someone that would be your support system? It would be great. It would be... What feels, that would be great, but finding the right person feels, like, exhausting. Okay. So this is what we're going to do. What else is present? Because actually we're going to do some spiritual invite invitation uh, to the right person. Great. You don't, have, you don't have to go bananas interviewing and researching and blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. So how are you at... Shall we just dive in, or is there anything else present for you? Um, there were a couple other things I wanted to talk about. One is that um, I'm growing tired of financially supporting my sister. Mm. And um, I've told her that when the baby comes, my budget is going to change and that I'm going to have to cut back on that. And she's okay. been a real bitch ever since. And... Um, well, not a bitch, but she's just been, she she has not been engaged at all in, she doesn't have any concern for my pregnancy or my well-being. She's just not engaging with me at all. Yeah. So I'm not going to have her come and stay with me. Right, you know, we had originally talked about maybe her coming around the time that the baby's born. Um but I, I just, you know, I've been doing it for a little while, not that long, mm-hmm. and I'm beginning to feel like um, I don't regret what I've done, but they both, you know, like her daughter contacts me only when she needs something financially, and I'm mm. tired of that. I hate that. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, uh, how and old is she now? She's 14. Oh, wow. Yeah, 13, sure. 13 maybe, 13. Yeah. She'll be 14 in February. And, and I told her that. Like, I, I said, you know, it would be nice to hear from you uh, every now and then when you don't need something because it makes me feel like you're only in the relationship because you want, you know, you want something from me financially. Yeah. And she yeah. said, oh, yeah, I understand. That makes sense. And then she changed her behavior a little bit, but um, I don't know. I... And also, my sister works. Like, she she does volunteer work, and she does a lot of stuff in Occupy Seattle. So she can do stuff, but she's mm-hmm. just deciding not to do it for money. And I don't okay. support her when she's just deciding not to, you know, do things for money. 
Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So we'll address that. And uh, what else? There was okay. another thing. There's right? one other thing, which is that um, one of the guys who was working on my apartment, he's a carpenter or something, and uh, there seems to be like a little connection between us. And I think at one point he he kind of asked me out uh, in a hypothetical way, not like, do you want to go out on Friday? But, would, you know, maybe sometime we could go out. And um, so there's a little bit of something in my life, yeah. <laughs> which is really nice. Um, yeah. It's a person who is totally different than what I, like he's a carpenter, um, construction guy, uh, which is really different than, I mean, in my in my partner vision, I don't specify what profession he has to be. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, I don't know that someone like this has a lot of international experience, you know. I don't yeah. know him well enough yet. Um, yeah. So... And so I have to tell you that sometimes life throws you these, like, curved balls that you're like, wow, really? And you really don't know. I mean, you have, you really don't know. You know, maybe someone that I have met some amazingly brilliant and just, like, beautiful people that are carpenters. I don't know why. There's something um, that I, I don't know who this person is. It could be, could be an artist for all you know. Right, and so I'm open to it, and there's a little, it, he's just totally different than what I ever imagined, but it's it's quite nice, like it's, it's um, there's not much going on, we've, you know, we've come over to sort of chit-chat once, and we've texted a few times, and there's an opportunity, and it, it's just to see, you know, to see if there's anything there, so, but it, it feels really good, it's really, uh, he's, he's a lovely person so far, like, I like how we interact with me so far. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's like you never know. Why? Why not? Just enjoy that that piece. So let's. Uh, we're gonna actually work on letting go. As we let the start of our, um How are you doing? I want to address your sister's thing because the whole piece. I think it's a little bit more of. Um, letting go of what's no longer working in your life and inviting what is. Yeah. Right? I think that that's what it's about. It's like, it's like as you continue to transition and just like a beautiful snake, letting go of the skin that it's no longer serving you anymore. Yeah. Yep. Right? Inviting a new one, a new identity as a mom, a businesswoman that can actually take her life easy and and relax. Bless you and feel supported. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Okay. So let's actually just do karate chop point because there's one here that has a a double double whammy I would like to address both. Even though there's a part of me that really wants the best for my sister. Even though there's a part of me that really wants the best for my sister. And I have been providing for her to that end. And I have been providing for her to that end. The truth is I'm getting a little, a little tired. The truth is I'm getting a little tired of it. Yeah. And there's a part of me that is feeling used. And there's a part of me that's feeling used. Because whenever I don't provide for her, she she's mean or she's 
Like she disregards you? Or like she ignores you? Yeah, yep. Right, because so. when, whenever yeah, I don't, whenever I suggest, and I haven't, I'm still providing for it, but I suggested I might not be able to, and she's, she disengaged and disregarded me now, and she's not supporting me at all. Right, yeah. I'm open to understanding my connection with her from a spiritual perspective. Mm. I'm open to understanding my connection with her from a spiritual perspective. Even though I had wonderful intentions when I decided to support her. Even though I had wonderful intentions when I decided to support her. Right now, things are shifting. Right now, things are shifting. And I am really open to welcoming a new situation. And I'm really open to welcoming a new situation. Where we're both empowered. Where we're both empowered. And connected from our hearts. And connected from our hearts. The tapping through the points. I have been supporting her, but I'm I'm pretty close to done with it. Yeah. I've been supporting her, but I'm pretty close to done with it. Because it has turned into a toxic relationship. Because it's turned into a toxic relationship. For a time, I felt really good helping her. For a time, I felt really good helping her. But now I feel like I'm seen as a bank. But now I feel like I'm seen as a bank. And I'm not even considered as a person. And I'm not even considered as a person. Because she's not supporting me in any way. Because she's not supporting me as a person in any way. Something has shifted and the energy has become a little toxic. Yeah. Something has shifted and the energy has become a little toxic. She's actually relaxed, so she doesn't feel like she needs to work for money. She's actually relaxed, so she doesn't feel that she needs to work for money. But being in this situation... But being in this situation... It's actually undermining her power. It's actually undermining her power. Because as long as she remains poor, I don't know what word would you like to say, but yeah, as long as she remains poor, I have to help her. Because as long as she remains poor, I have to help her. So if she starts earning money... So if she starts earning money... She's going to feel that I'm not going to help her anymore. She's going to feel that I'm not going to help her anymore. In a way, she's actually has signed a contract, an implicit contract, where she has to remain powerless in order to keep on receiving. Do you see that? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she has fibromyalgia, so that it's complicated, you know? Of she's course. Not, she's not well, but yeah, absolutely. She she has this, um, she has a very astute dependency model. Well, you know that fibromyalgia is very emotionally based, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it comes from trauma, I think, doesn't yes. it? Yes, it does, yeah. Yeah. Um, and she hasn't taken care of herself. Like she hasn't taken responsibility for her psychological and emotional well-being to the same degree I have. I mean, I have trauma too, and I, you know, it comes up for me in headaches and migraines, and 
But for the last 27 years, I have been vigilant about my psychological health. Yeah. And she's chosen not to. Yeah. And the thing is that she being a younger one, was there a model where she, well, you protected her from like very, very early on, right? A little bit, but she, she sort of um, saw the way I was and then decided to be the opposite. Mm. And so I was this hardworking achiever and caregiver, and she's like, fuck that. And she dropped right. out of high school, and she behaved badly, and she got into trouble all the time, did a lot of drugs, ran away from home, um, didn't take care. I mean, she's the kind of person who, you know, just, she doesn't give. Yeah. Well, she, she my guess is that in her trauma, this is it's common, but in her trauma, she decided to get attention through to, you know, negative attention. Yes, exactly, because I got positive attention. You got positive attention, and it took, it cost you a lot, but she may also have seen that even though you got positive attention, your dad still wasn't that great to you. Yeah, absolutely, and she saw that, it, that's right, she saw what it cost me, and she's like, forget it. Right, she was like, forget it, I'd rather just be bad, get negative attention when I get it, and fuck the rest, because that's too much effort. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And probably she's is she on SSI or some sort of disability? Um, she has tried to get that but the government refuses to give it to her. Well, so she I think she might get something. She gets um she was living in a homeless shelter for a while. She finds an ingenious way for other people to pay for her life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So she has she has chosen to be powerless and therefore as a victim receive. And yeah. And she's, you know, so so it's not about condemning her, but it's about you deciding to that it has time, come the time to really maybe cut that cord for your spiritually for your good and hers. Yeah, and I had been doing it mostly for her daughter, not for her. Right. Because I felt bad that, you know, Amy can choose to live how she wants. Yeah. But it's her daughter that suffers, and I wanted to make that suffering for her daughter less. But now mm-hmm. I sort of feel like um, I don't know what's changed, but I'm not going to do it anymore. Yeah. Well, probably what's changed is that now her daughter, what's her name? Your niece? Evelyn. Evelyn. So maybe now you notice that Evelyn is old enough and that she's taking after her mother. A little bit, yeah, for sure. I mean, I was I was doing work for money beginning at age 10. Like, I would mow people's lawns, I would babysit, and if Evelyn wanted to do that, she could do that. There's, she doesn't have to get a job, but little odds and ends, she could do stuff, you know? But I think that what's happening is that she's t- taking the model of her mom. Yes, right, yeah. And that, and that would be a good conver- a conversation worth having with her. Well, she does extremely well in school, so it's not a, it's it's different than my mom too. I yeah. mean, her mom too. Yeah, she's really really well in school, and she knows that her mom is something's not right. She's beginning to have that awareness, but there are definitely some behaviors that are like her mom yeah. for sure. For well, because sure. it's, it's life skills, right? So yeah. yeah, I don't know to what degree you want to help her and maybe come up with a plan where. 
you can actually, if she does, she makes some money in babysitting or, or whatever else she does, that she'll, you'll also contribute to whatever. You know, let's say that she saves because she wants to get, I'm making this up, a phone. And so again, you can tell her, well, if you save this much, I'll put the rest. You know, something that is an incentive, but she recognizes yeah. she recognizes the worth of making an effort to get things. Yeah, exactly. That's a great idea. Yeah, so you can support her because now she's old enough that she can start learning the value of money. Yeah, and ha- exactly, and have a work ethic, a sense of exactly, yeah. you know self responsibility. And not only that, but also talking to her about feeling empowered, feeling proud of what you do. You know, you yeah. want something, you go for it, you make an effort, and you achieve it. And that's really, I mean, that's what life is about, right? It's like you want to, whatever she's passionate about, that she feels that you support her in it. Yeah. Yep, definitely. Yeah. But in a way, how does it feel to spiritually disconnect yourself from your sister's patterns. Really, really good. Feels really good. 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 Yeah. And and even noticing that as you cut those cords, you're literally giving herself the opportunity to make new choices for herself. Was she that you recognize the power that she can have. She has the power to do things for herself, for her daughter, even if it's little things. And, you know, start, like, owning more of her, of her, of her energy instead of, like, depending on others and feeling that they have to feel pity for her. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I, I guess what would be wonderful is that you do it from a place not just being just fed up, but a place of, like, you know what, I'm releasing you because I know that this is the best for both of us. Yeah, yeah, that's a great that's a great way to think about it. Yeah, because yeah. I can see that it would be if then if there's anger, we can address it, you know. Because if you feel used or you feel like, you know, whatever it might be, I think it's important to like say, you know, this is, that that you're not cutting her off because, you know, just you're pissed, but because it feels right in, in every level. Well, what I've told her is that I'm cutting her off because. I have, um, you know, I, I'm going to have a new pair and I have a new home and my budget is different and I um, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. So I, But I, I don't want to address her psychological problems um, because that doesn't work with her. So I can't say I'm doing it because I want you to be more empowered. Um, no, no, but no, no, this is something for you that you oh, are doing. Oh, yeah, it. I think. Yeah, See, that you, yeah, you're yeah doing... in my head. Right. In your in your shed, your experience, your energy. It's like right now you can even close your eyes and literally I would like you to this is really this is a very powerful thing that is very simple. So I want you to see you can keep on tapping in your heart or just one point or but just visualize that there's a cord between you and her. This is just an energetic connection that you have. Yeah. And I want you to say, I energetically release you for your highest good. I energetically release you for your highest good. And I trust that you're going to be guided. And I trust that you're going to be guided. I really release you and I wish the best for you. I really, really wish the best for you. 
So I want you with your hand, like if you were like the karate chop, I want you to just cut that cord three times, like really quick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Take a deep breath. And just take on, just take in all the energy that you had been putting into these into this connection to be transformed to a different type of connection with her. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Feels really, really good. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that you have any doubt in an intellectual way, but I know that you've been having this energetic connection with her on an emotional level, right? Yeah, and I I mean, when she and Evelyn were homeless, um I have a I have a thing about homelessness, you know, and um yeah. my dad has been homeless and my sister and I just felt like my niece was going through homelessness and she's my she's she's my family and I have some means and I wanted to to do something to take the edge off of it, you know. Yeah. And uh, so that's when you decided to help. Yes. Yeah. 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 But that's not the case anymore, right? No, it's not the case because her father-in-law, her ex-father-in-law, is um, paying her rent, and they found a house, oh. and so she's, you know, she's taken care of. Okay. Great. That's that's yeah. really amazing that she does find people to to support her. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's her journey, right? Because she probably has to do certain things, and she's not her own. She's not her own owner in some ways. Yeah, exactly. She calls it emotional rent. There's always mm-hmm. emotional rent to pay mm-hmm. for those kinds of setups. It is. There is. There really are because there's a lot of like implied contracts and uh and they're not always easy to deal with that's right and she has to put up with a lot of shit well, she's course. had to live with live with like her brother-in-law who is awful like she's she's it's amazing she would really rather pay emotionally than financially yeah and well, the it, thing it's is expensive that, you know of course oh god it's, it's very expensive and it's probably piling up on her fibromyalgia all that yeah, it's, she's taking on abuse, really. Yes, exactly. It's abuse. Yeah, yeah. So you know, the one thing is that if you if you felt inclined or inspired to say something like, you know, there there is there are different ways of doing this. Um, but the thing is that one of the you know things that I studied a lot is um, the power and the symbol of money, and what she has is, is toxic money which means that she has to stay in a powerless position in order to continue receiving. Yes, exactly. Yeah, And it's a really tough one because in order to get out of that, she has to literally lose the security she has. She has to go out on a limb and trust in herself, which I don't know if she knows how to do. Yeah, I don't know if she knows how to do it either. She has on a couple, in a couple of phases of her life, she's been able to. But um, it hasn't been recent. Yeah. And how does it feel for you to recognize and own the fact that, 
you know, your sister, just like other people in your life, may not be the person that you're going to rely on, may not be a person that you even um, can count on and you can just say, well, you know, she's family, of course, and she's so, she'll always be, but that you really want to surround yourself with people that are really going to be there for you. Well, I haven't been counting on her really for decades at all, you know. Yeah. So but I've it's, still, already... it's, still, it's, it's still interesting that you do say that she's not supporting you or connecting with you around the pregnancy at all. Yeah, I mean, it, it would have been <clears throat> nice for her to check in on me. And that's not really supporting me. I mean, it's just sort of being connected, you know. Right, right. Um, and being involved in my this phase of my life, and she's disconnecting. Yeah. Um, hmm. You know what, Jess? My guess is that uh, in, the, in, your, in your relationship with her, she may see you as one more person that she needs to pay emotional rent and that she may really resent you just as she resents, you know, her father-in-law and people before you. Yeah, that could be. That could very well be. And she, you know? it's like a projection because I actually don't, I don't put any expectations on her money. I don't, but it, it could be an easily a projection. I've never asked for anything. I've never, you know, but it could be her. Yeah, of course. Well, and, and, and the, but this is a pattern, right? She's had people that give her something, and then she feels that those people somehow own own a part of her, and she resents it. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, just to be able to see where she's coming from, and when that's no longer there, after the period that she's going to be pissed, uh, to just hopefully be able to recreate the relationship in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. So, how are you doing? Good. 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 And, good. Um, feels good. Good. The and the idea of cutting her off is it clear and clean, or does it feel a little connected? Do you have any ickiness with it, or not? No, I think what I'll do is I'll start, it's not a lot of money that I give her, but I'm going to reduce it over time, you know, just like over the months, and then and then it'll stop. Yeah. So it'll be a gradual, you know, I've already told her it's coming. And um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I feel, I feel good about it. Good, good. That's wonderful. Yeah. And what is more present, having to invite somebody well, you know, the inviting is like, how about inviting as you just, you're, I hope you're tapping. Are you tapping now? <laughs> yeah. Good. How would you feel to invite now again just someone that is going to be, okay, this is what we're going to do as you tap. Just I want you to imagine, just allow your mind to paint you the picture of someone that is going to be your a life assistant, your, I think you could call it something else. Do you like that name or would you like to call it something else? Oh, I like that name. Life assistant is it. It's great. Good. Good. So just see what, what comes up. Is it a man? Is it a woman? Does it matter? I mean, what comes up is a woman. Okay. Yeah. But it probably doesn't matter. Right. But it is true. That's the first thing that came to me as well. And and this woman is, as you see her, just notice that it's 
she is actually, or this person is actually exactly at a point where she's really looking for a change in her life. She's wanting, she's opening herself up, and as she's doing so, you connect because she has exactly the the characteristics that you need. Someone that is very organized, very caring, that has beautiful people skills, that can help you with your computer as well as logistical pieces. And what else? What does she have? Tell me. Um, she's very flexible and... Um, And maybe she cooks. <laughs> I'm right. actually, what's coming up is almost uh, an older lady. Oh. <clears throat> Interesting. Um, who has um, who has really good caregiving, caretaking skills, you know? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and is also organized and um, yeah, yeah. And an older lady would say, how old do you think? An older lady? I don't know. 60s, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, like a, a, almost like a uh, grandmotherly figure for you, the baby. Yeah, yeah. And it's organized and efficient. And you have a, how about a gentle demeanor? Yeah, just a very kind, organized, <clears throat> low-key, kind of calming energy. But... But um, you know, engaged and wants something part time, but and wants to feel valued for these skills. Like she's got some skills, and she may not know <coughs> how to apply them in the world. You know, like how to how to get value for them or money for them. Right. Um, and or she may know. Maybe she's been doing it. And it's just sort of an ease, easeful relationship, an easy, mutually beneficial setup. Yes. Yeah. 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 And and when you said there was one word that you used, um, hmm. I don't know if it was attentive or what did you use? Attentive? Is that the word you used? I don't think I did, but that would no. be Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they're very caring and very, uh, it's a wonderful combination. It's almost like the ultimate uh, homemaker. Yes, exactly. Right? Yeah. Like an yeah. ultimate homemaker in the sense that she can take care of things and be, but I don't know she loves doing it. This is, right, this is, she loves doing it, she's good at it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she's been doing, for some reason, her life has changed in a way that she's no longer using this skill for what, yeah. you know, or, as, yeah. or as much as she would like to. Yeah. Yeah. And so now I want you to literally send this invitation, like, you know, close your eyes, send a spiritual invitation to the right person to come. And there may be, you know, maybe there's just one, maybe there's two or three people that are like, that really 
fit this profile that you're looking for, this particular person. And it's just very simple to invite her to connect with you. You don't have to put an effort. It's just this is a beautiful invitation. And you can say, I'm I'm ready to receive your support and help. Excellent. Yeah. Right? For a mutually beneficial relationship. Yeah, yeah. And I would encourage you to either write what the characteristic might be or to or to just do the visualization. Just, you know, con- you know, think about what would it be like having this person in the house? What would her hours be? Create the, the space in a way, you know, emotionally for you to share this space with this person. Or you would have maybe she comes two or three mornings and you have a conversation about what things what things need to be done and what is the time frame and how would that be, right? So it's just you can really make it even more flushed out in the sense of like creating the emotional space for this to happen. Yeah. Does that feel yeah. good? Because how does it feel having somebody in the house helping you? Great. I mean, phenomenal. It's what I need. It feels good. great. Fabulous. Yeah, because yeah. I bet there's a lot of different things that somebody else would be doing that you don't have to be doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Huh. How do you feel about this guy? <laughs> you know, it's really interesting. Um, I feel really good about this guy. I, I don't know what what is going on but i i i am enjoying ha- having just a little bit of a a chemistry and an interest in the world it's such a beautiful feeling yeah. and i'm um i also notice that i don't want it to go too fast mhm and that i like i i do things you know to to make it go slow to sort of yeah. just you know, not go running head first or anything like that. Just really yeah. savor each little moment and each little step, whether it advances or not. Um, right. And, like, there's a part of me that's also... I don't know if it's... Re- <laughs> I don't know if it's resistant, but there's a part of me that's sort of like open a little, but not opening a lot, you know, like opening bit by bit as opposed to, like I'm not revealing, I'm not sort of, I'm just managing my own opening process, if that makes any sense. Of course. Not like, yeah, yeah, it's organic. It's not like I'm controlling it. It's more just like... Well, you know what it seems like? I have to tell you, this reminds me a little bit of when I started dating Stefan. For either, I, I think you may know, for neither of us, we were the ideal partner because I was Latina, he was a Latino, blah, blah, blah. But it, it allowed us to get to know each other at a slower pace because it wasn't like an instant recognition of, wow, you're my ideal partner. It was more like, hmm, who are you? Like, what are you made of? This is, there's something here, but... You know, it's not totally right. 
So I think that I thought was, you guys sort of knew on your first date or something like that. Well, we did, but prior to our first date, we actually danced with each other for two months. Oh yeah, that's right. We danced with each other for two months. We disregarding any, you know, we felt the chemistry, and it was like, no, this is not happening because we're not, you know, I was really looking for a Latin, a Latino guy, and he was not looking for a Latino woman. And we disregarded each other for two months, and we were dancing, and it was really yummy, but we were not, we were barely talking with each other. It was like, wow, this is really nice, but but allowed us to get closer at a slower pace and have deeper conversations when we started talking. Because there was this little, more than resistance, I think that the part that he's a carpenter in your mind is like he is not the person that you expected to be. That's right. That's absolutely right. And he's short. Oh, he's shorter <laughs> than me. That's not at all what I expect. Right. Right. And that's, yeah. he, that's he, know, you know, he knows you're pregnant, right? I think he, you can't deny it anymore, so I think he must. <laughs> but you, you don't, he, he, he hasn't, you haven't talked about it. No, we haven't talked about it, no. And does he, does, do you know if he has children or? I don't know anything about him yet. Oh, okay. So it's, it's very, a, very early. Okay, okay. So you're enjoying more of a what? Well, it's, it's more like a, it's a very beginning and it's more like an energetic connection than having had conversations yet. Yeah, yeah, it's just, just, just beginning. It's just beginning. He showed up at my house the other day, and I thought he was there for work. And maybe he was, like, checking things out. And then slowly he turned, or immediately he turned the conversation to sort of more, he wanted to know what I was doing that night and what was going on. And um, I think he was seeing if I had a partner. And and then... Um, he told me a, a little bit about himself, mm-hmm. and then he um, he said, maybe some night I can steal you away. And mm. at that point, I couldn't, I wasn't anticipating it, and there were a lot of other people in the house, and stuff was going on, stuff was being delivered, and it was just chaos, and I couldn't really focus on it. And then it slowly sunk in what was happening. Hmm. Uh, so it, it was a total shock. I wasn't thinking about it at all. Right. Do you, find then, it, do you find him attractive? Um, I wouldn't say, um, you know, I wouldn't say he's sort of my traditional physical attractive type. Uh-huh. But, I mean, he's sort of shorter than me, and he, I think, I think he, he ha- might be blue-eyed. I tend to really like dark men. Mm. Um, so he's not like that. Um, but uh, so he's different than than all of my sort of expectations or preferences, at least in that way. But I did find him to be a very, very appealing person. Like the first time I interacted with him, I loved how he interacted with me. And my brother was here, and I was like, "Joe is great. Oh my God, he's fantastic." Because he has a strong presence, he's kind of commanding but kind. Like he just, you know, he has this energy to him that I really like. And then my brother Mark was like, oh, do you have a crush on him? And I said, no, it wasn't that. But I just thought he was great. Yeah, I guess his energy impressed you, but 
it wasn't you didn't even consider it as a as a possibility for us. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's cool. And it is really interesting and then I don't know, maybe Joe overheard that and it uh-huh. stuck with him and then and then he came back and I hadn't been I hadn't thought of him for weeks. And then he came back, um and then that interaction I just described happened and then uh and then we've been texting just a little bit. Huh. About work or just just in general? Uh a little bit of both, you know, sort of like uh-huh. I had a question about the project of my house and and then we got chit chatting about a few other things and that's but very you know, this is just beginning. Right. Yeah, good. Good. Well I think it's there's a lot of energy moving. A lot, you know, between work and him and your sisters. There's a lot of things that are like uh shifting and you're entering a new phase. That's my son. That feels true. That feels absolutely true. Yeah. And I will encourage you sometime this weekend to to definitely put out that that um in, a spiritual invitation to the right person to come and support you. And create a list if you want to of the things that this person could do for you. Like right here, right now, very you know, very simple, very straightforward, realistic things that you want to have done. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Great idea. Yeah. Great and, idea. Uh, and who knows? I mean, you can maybe invite him over to have, like, I don't know, tea or brunch or whatever. Yeah, he's he's definitely going to come over um, and look at the floor and, and maybe I can, because I'm doing this thing with the floor and um, he said, you know, I'm having a sick day, but he said, whenever you feel better, you know, let me know and I'll come over and and maybe I'll have, I'll suggest we have lunch or something. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. Ooh, it's so exciting. I love that energy. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. it's really nice. It's really. Um, I I it's great. It's really great. And I've had some chemistry with a couple other guys too. Not not that I'm pursuing, but. That part of me is, is seems to be awakening a little, you know, yeah. a little, which is so nice. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a good time because now you're, you know, your pregnancy, even though it's going to slow you down, it also makes you more open to receive. So make sure that you actually, like, are in that space of receiving. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. How, is, how is everything going there? Is everything good, I'm guessing? It's going so great. Everything's fantastic. Yay, I'm so glad. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been such a great pregnancy since the hyperemesis. Um and I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> it's hard though. I mean I, I can feel how hard my body's working. Yes. Like yeah. I can you know, it is taxing on the body to make mm-hmm. a baby. Mm-hmm. I can really feel that, like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, and also it, it's really amazing. I think I don't know how many more times, I think it's more than double the amount of blood that you have when you're not pregnant. So your, yeah. your heart yeah. has to pump. It's at least double. I mean, can you imagine? Because you have a little tiny baby, and yet you have double the amount of blood. So your heart is working harder, everything. Yeah, it's, it's really quite something. It's not a piece of cake. <laughs> 
No, it's not. And I, I, uh, it makes total sense that I, and I have a lot of energy and I still, I'm not waddling. I'm walking normal. Like I feel pretty normal, but, um, I am definitely doing too much. Like today I'm taking off. I'll probably stay in bed a lot of these, you know, just do nothing days. I need to build in some do nothing days. Yay. That sounds fabulous. Yeah, because I just need the downtime. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, have that and, and take note of the things that need to happen so when some, you know, when the person shows up, and she can do it. Yeah, yeah, good idea. Hey. Mm, I send you a big, big, big hug, and we'll be in touch. Let me know what comes up from here. Excellent. Will do. Thanks, Laura. Thank you. Big hug to both of you. Thanks to you, too. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.